people for the last for the last few weeks we have talked about Holy Spirit we've talked about Jesus peace so we want to continue in that today and um, I'm gonna do that by highlighting some of the things about my mom um, so I don't know about you but like when I grew up like I grew up thinking that like my mom had like eyes in the back of her head anybody know what I'm talking about like like I thought she had some secret cameras like set up in my bedroom and around the house. Like I, I thought my mom had like, you know, a, a secret spy agent at my school. Like there wasn't anything I could do to, that, I, that, that I could like get past my mom on. Like some way, somehow, my mom figured out like what I had going on. It was so bad, my mom would say this. She would say, hey, um, check it out. So if you might as well tell me what you did. Anybody have a mama like that? You might as well tell me what you did because I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God and God is going to tell me. So you might as well tell me anyway. And I believe in like women's intuition. Like how many of y'all got that? Wave at me. Yeah, my mom has something bigger than that, okay? My mom had the Holy Spirit. Let's go to John chapter 16. I'm going to tell y'all what I, what I mean by that. John chapter 16 um, and I want to look at verse, let's see, I want to look at verse 13. So it says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And he will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you the future. All right, so I want to give you all two reasons why you should be filled with the Holy Spirit, why you should desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So the first reason why you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit is because he guides you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. So it didn't matter, look, look, like I used to lie good, y'all. Like, like I used to lie real good, right? Like if I knew I was going to be in trouble, if I knew that like something was about to go down and I would, I would get killed, I would get beat down by my dad, right? Y'all uh, old school dad, right? Like I would get beat down by my dad. Um, I'm like, listen, I will lie. Like I will lie real good. And, uh, but it didn't matter how well I lied to my mom. She always knew the truth. She always knew the truth. And the reason why is because Holy Spirit's job is to guide you away from deception and into truth. Holy Spirit's job is to, to, to lead us away from all deception, and he will guide us into all truth. And that's exactly what he would do with my mom. He would guide her into all truth. He would lead her away from deception, and he would guide her into truth. So listen, Holy Spirit will guide you about raising your children. Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth when, it, when it, it's concerning your children, when it's concerning your spouse, when it's concerning your career. Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Even if they're lying to you, you will know the truth. Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So that, that means that what he does for his church, what he does for those that are filled with his spirit, he will relay truth to us. He will make sure that we know the truth. So any, anybody facing any important decisions, 
Come on, does anybody have anything that, any, any uh, deciding uh, uh, factors that you're trying to weigh right now? Is there anything in your life that you're trying to figure out, should I go this way on this deal? Or should I go that way on this deal? Or is this the right client for me? Or is this the right business opportunity for me? Or should I apply for this job? Should I turn this job down and accept this job? Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth as it pertains to your life. Holy Spirit is so good, and he is a friend that will stick closer than a brother. He, what he does is he downloads truth on the inside of us. So if we're facing a choice, if we're facing a challenge, the first thing that we can bank on is that Holy Spirit is going to guide us into truth. And you know, like, listen, so, like, if you've got physical challenges in your body, if you've got, you know, physical uh, uh, ailments, or if you've got a, a challenging situation about a potential procedure, whatever the case may be, Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. I know what the doctors are saying, but Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. If there is anything in your life, any decisions, any determinations that you have to make, you can take to the bank that the Spirit of God will guide you into truth. He'll guide you into all truth. And so, so um, I, I want to I highlight this, right? Like, so, so um, Holy Spirit knows what God has in store for you. He knows what he has in store for your family. He knows what he, ha what he has in store for, for the whole rest of your life, and he wants to reveal it to you. And I want to put it to you like this. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Um, I, I love what it says. It says, but, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Come on, God has a plan so big that your eyes haven't seen it yet. God has a plan so amazing that your ears haven't been able to hear stories about it yet. God has a plan so big that you haven't even began to dream about it yet. Come on, you've never even imagined that a marriage can be this good. Come on, somebody. You never really imagined that your career could be so well. You never heard that somebody can reach the amount of success that God wants you to walk in. You've never imagined, you've never began the dream that you can raise God-fearing children the way that God intends. Why? Because you love him. Come on, I wish somebody would have a praise right now that God desires to do some things in your life that will blow you away. But I got a question for you. I got a question. If your eyes haven't seen it, if your ears never heard it, and you've never began to even dream of it, how do you receive it? How do you receive something that you haven't seen? How, how, how do you receive something that your ears haven't even heard yet? How do, how do you receive something that your, your imagination hasn't even, look, God has, an, has something so big that your wildest dream haven't even began to imagine it yet. Man, like, come on, somebody. God wants to do good for us. God is a good, good father, and he desires to do amazing things in the lives of his children. 
Come on, somebody ought to praise God for that. Can we give God a shout of praise that he wants to do good for us? But how do we receive something that we haven't seen? Well, here's, here's how, right? So God reveals it through his spirit. God reveals what he desires to do in our lives through his spirit. Now, check it out. I, I, I love and I get a kick out of Siri. I get a kick out of Alexa. I get a, a kick out of Google searching, right? Like if I want to know how many points Steph Curry just dropped on the Houston Rockets, shout out to Andrew. I see you about to lose your mind back there. Um, he might start seawalking. He's from Cali. Y'all got to pray for Andrew. Uh, but if I want to know what Steph did last game, I can say, hey, Siri. If I want to know who won the Kentucky Derby, I can, I can say, hey, Alexa. If, if I want to know who the 17th president was in the United States, I can key in on Google, and I can ask Google who the 17th president was, but check this out. Holy Spirit is so much better than Google. He's so much better than Alexa. He's so much better than Siri. God sent the spirit of truth, not, not Siri. He, spent, he sent us the spirit of truth. Check this out. So Siri's amazing. Alexa's amazing. Uh, Google search is amazing, but they're limited by only allowing me to know what's happened in the past. God has given us his spirit, and simultaneously, not only is Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of our hearts, Holy Spirit is dwelling on the inside of the mind of God, and God knows what he desires. God knows what his purpose is. God knows what his plan is, so here's the deal. If you've got questions about your marriage, if you've got questions about your career, if you've got questions about your kids, you can key in to not Google, not Alexa, not Siri. You can key in and you can ask Holy Spirit, what's going on with my baby? What's going on with my promotion? What's going on with my job? What's going on with my spouse? And he will be able to search the mind of God. And when he searches the mind of God, he will begin to retrieve your answer. But if God is this good, right? If God is this amazing, and he is able to search the answers that we need. Why do we have a difficult time hearing from him? If he is in the mind of God, come on church. If he's in the mind of God and God knows all things, he knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end and everything in between, he knows it. He knows every hair that's on your head. He knows every secret, divine mystery that is, that, that's secret to you, but, but it's, it's so simple to him. He knows it. And he sent his spirit to dwell on the inside of us. Why? So that we can have truth, so that he can guide us into all truth. But why is it so difficult? Why is it so challenging to hear from him? I'm glad you asked. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 1. And I want to read verse 19. Y'all got me shouting a little bit. I need some water. So 1 Timothy, I hope y'all ready to shout again. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 19, it says, Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. 
For some people have deliberately violated their conscience, and as a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. So now, I love my wife. You are amazing to me. You are bone in my bone, flesh in my flesh. She looking at me like, what you about to say about me? <laughs> She's a love of my life. I love you. But check this out, though. I'm going to walk over here because she over there. She's scaring me. Check it out, though. I know when my wife has used my computer. She's like, what? Listen, I'm not going to shade you on Mother's Day. Too bad. Um, not going to shade you too bad. But I know when she's used my computer, and I can tell the difference between my computer and her computer. The difference between my computer and her computer, if I go on her computer and I try to put in and key in something on Google, it's buffering. Is buffering, loading. It might as well be like, nah, bro, not today, not today. And I'm like, what is going on with this girl's computer? Why am I having a hard time receiving what I'm searching for? And I open her browser, and I see that there's about 20 windows that's up. She's got a window for Realtor.com. She's got, a, real, she's got a, a window open for Zillow. She's got a window open for online banking. She's got a window open for Dooney and Burke. She's got a window open for Tory Burch. She's got a window open for Coach. She's got a window. Y'all praying for me? Like, like, golly, right? Like, she's got about 20 windows open. And here's what God showed me. This is the reason why it's so hard for us to get the answers that we're looking for because we go and we're trying to ask God for this and we're trying to ask God for answers about this and answers about this area in my life and this area in my life. But we've got windows. We've got windows open. we got windows of pride open. We've got windows of insecurity open. We've got windows of, of self-harm open. We've got windows of low self-esteem. We've got windows of, of media consumption. And look, get this, moms, we got windows of worry. We got windows of worry, and what ends up happening is we end up fixating our minds on the one area or the one problem that's not going right, and we're not thinking about the a million things that are going right. The, the Word of God tells us that we ought to offer God thanksgiving. And even if every area in your life is not worthy of praise, you ought to shift your focus on the things that are. Because what happens is when we worry, we don't get the word. When we worry, we don't get the results that we need. When we worry, we've got all these windows open and it's slowing down our search. Check this out. There is nothing wrong with the way that Holy Spirit retrieves. The wrong, the wrong thing that's happening is the way that we're receiving. He, he can go out and he tries to retrieve, but we have difficulty receiving because we've got a window We've got windows open. We've got windows open, and we're distracted by all of these different things. The answer is you closing the windows. I love it because the Apostle Paul is telling his young mentee, Timothy, he's telling him, hey, check this out. I need you to cling to faith. 
And he desires for us to know the same thing today, that we've got to cling to faith. What does that look like? When the storms of life comes, I'm clinging on to Jesus. When the wind and the waves are blowing, I'm clinging on to Jesus. When everybody's acting up around me, I'm clinging on to Jesus. When I, when I got a loved one that's sick and ailing, I'm clinging on to Jesus. When I'm, listen, this is, this is something that God showed me, right? Like my mom, Shout out, she's probably going to listen to my podcast. Mama, I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm shading all the moms. What's wrong with me? Um, but check this out, though. My mom is a champion worrier. My mom will worry and worry and worry and worry and worry. And I believe that some women struggle with this because God has designed you to be nurturers. So you always want to make sure that your babies are good. You always want to make sure that your, your, your spouse is good. You want, to, you want to make sure that, like, your surroundings are good, that your household is always clean, and all of these different things. But what ends up happening is if you're not able to address everybody's needs, you worry. And what happens when we worry, we can't find the word that we need from God that will actually eliminate your worry. So it becomes a vicious cycle. The enemy knows, okay, if I can't get you to slip over into sin, I can get you to worry if I cause this to happen with a loved one or if somebody start acting up again. And you know we all, all got that one uncle and we all got that one auntie and we all got that one cousin that just can't seem to get it right. And we worry and we worry and we worry, but that window will block the word that you need from God's spirit that was in the mind of God who has the answer that you need. So what we've got to focus in on, church, is we've got to close the windows. We've got to close the windows. When you have, a, when you have windows open, you block the windows of heaven. But when you have an open window, you invite in the enemy. And the enemy can bring confusion. And the enemy brings more discouragement and more disappointment and more failure. But we've got to close the window. And when we close the window, I assure you, you will experience the spirit of truth. Check this out. Not only is he the spirit of truth. Can we put John chapter 16 verse 13 up again? Not only is he the spirit of truth, the word of God also says that he will tell you the future. He will tell you the future. So look, I want, I want y'all to see the trick of the enemy. Because the enemy will keep a window of our past open so that we can't see the spirit of God is moving in our future. The enemy will keep a window of our past wide open, and it is slowing down what we need in the future. So we think about, oh, man, I tried that the last time, or I applied to this job the last time, or I went for the promotion the last time, or I, I, I tried to, 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 to love my wife this way, you know, the last time, and I got rejected, and I didn't get the job, and I experienced failure, and the enemy wants to keep that window wide open when the, when the Lord is actually trying to open a door of opportunity for you, but you can't walk through it because you got a window. Because you got a window. 
And God is saying, listen, moms, dads, no matter who you are, no matter what, what, what phase of life you're in right now, the Lord is wanting you to know that if you close the window, I can show you your future. That if you can close the window, I can show you your future. And you know, um, I've got an example of this, and, and um, I understand that, you know, Mother's Day is, is, is a celebratory day, which it should be. We honor you. Um, what I saw my wife go through during labor, um, what I saw my wife go through um, when our, our baby girl was born, I mean, I, I, I admire women. I believe that women are the strongest human beings on the planet. Can we get a hand, sh- a hand clap for all the women I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. But I also believe that while we're celebrating moms, I also believe that Mother's Day can also be the, one of the most hardest days that one endures as well. And one of the reasons why Mother's Day can be so difficult and challenging for people is because of loss. And I remember in um, 2007, November of 2007 to be exact, I remember um, having a very disturbing dream. And this dream was that my grandmother passed away. Like it was so real. Everything felt so real. And I woke up and I'm, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm asking God. I'm like, hey, God, like, so what, what, what does this mean? Like, why, why, like I, could, I can't shake it. Like, why did I dream that? What's going on? And the Spirit of God told me that you need to go and buy a plane ticket because she's going to be coming home soon. And it's some of the most, the, 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 one of the most hardest words that I could hear, and I didn't want to hear it in that moment. But when I allowed Holy Spirit to minister to me, he brought me comfort. That he brought me so much peace, that he brought me so much joy, that I experienced a, a Holy Spirit consoling my soul. And I knew that everything would be okay. And, I, I, and so I was living in Florida at the time, and my, my grandmother, she lived in Michigan, and I bought plane ticket. Um, as soon as I could, and I went up, and I, I visited with her, and we had the best time ever. We had the mo- most amazing time together, that she was just telling me more about her and telling me more about God, and I just saw a glory on my grandmother, and I knew that everything was going to be okay. And um, by, by February of 2008, my grandmother made her transition to glory, and I know and I can tell you with 100% confidence that my grandmother is right now in the presence of the Lord. I am saved because of my grandmother. My mother is saved because of my grandmother. My father is saved because of my grandmother. Two churches, including this one, has gotten planted. Why? Because of my grandmother. Because of my grandmother. And um, I remember her passing away, and it was so challenging for me. It was so challenging for my mom especially. Like seeing my mom go through it was like, it was, it was heart-wrenching. And we would struggle on days like this as a family. We would struggle on Mother's Day thinking about our grandmother. We would. My mother would struggle, struggle thinking about her mother and thinking about that she's not here anymore. And I know that hurt. I know that pain. I know that struggle. And it is a very real feeling. But here's what got me through. Holy Spirit began to speak to my heart concerning my grandmother after she departed. And he told me she is right now in the presence of Jesus. That she doesn't have to go through any more pain. 
She does, there's no more hardship where she is. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And the Holy Spirit hit me with this, and it, it, it resonated for the, you know, and it'll resonate for the rest of my life. And here's what he said. He said, hey, if, if your grandmother can get a message to you right now, like if she could text you, if she could FaceTime you, if she can call you, what do you think she'd say? And I knew right away that when my heart is heavy and when the family is tore up and when the family is crying, what would your grandmother say to everybody? And I knew the answer. She would say, it's okay, baby. You can, you can miss me, but don't you dare be sad and cry on behalf of me because I'm in the presence of my Jesus. Because I'm in the presence of my Jesus. And I want to I let somebody in on, on this today that I don't think my, my grandmother would have gone on a glory message. I think that mothers, I think that grandmothers that have gone on the glory and now they're a part of the cloud of witnesses that are cheering us on to continue the faith. I believe that they tell us the same thing, that don't you allow the enemy to rob you of a single day off of your calendar. That don't you allow the enemy to steal your joy because our loved ones are in the presence of the most high God and we be able to celebrate all the great memories that we have. When you grieve in a way, and it, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's somebody else that you lost, but if you allow grief to come in and, and settle down in your heart, you'll never be able to experience the peace that God promises. So God is saying this. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and watch me give you rest. 